Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, still wearing a brace this week. Animal communicator Joey Turner, pet travel expert Susan Sims, and Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard. How you feeling there, Joey? I'm going to say I'm... I'm 90% right now. 90%? Better. That's good. 90%. Do you think that was just and, uh, something that just came and is going to go away and you'll never hear about it again? Or is it something that you'll always have to deal no, with? No, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to hear about it again, but um, I'll wait I'll wait until I hear it again before I deal with it. I don't want to, um, you know, take any, any evasive surgery or anything just yet. Yeah, I could definitely discourage anyone from any kind of radical surgery. As long as you're aware of it, you can be gentle with it and not... You know, be careful when you use it so that you don't need that surgery and give it a break every once in a while. I'm glad you showed up today. Yeah, because we'd have to. <laughs> it's good to be. You know what? I'm glad I'm here, too. I got I to gotta monitor things around here. If you have a grooming question, uh, dog father, Joey Villani. one 405 8405 No problem. Too small. If you have a question, it's likely someone else is thinking the same thing. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Ask your questions to our dream team of experts, Dr. Debbie, our on-call veterinarian, actually the studio veterinarian too, as well as groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, our pet travel expert Susan Sims, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And, of course, Stacey Cohen working on news. What's up? Well, you ever woke up the next morning and go, oh, I was dog drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? In Manhattan, they're having a problem with that. People are buying dogs when they're drunk, and then they want to return the puppies uh, after they wake up and sober up and realize what they've done. And they're going to try and put a stop to that. I'll tell you more about it coming up on Animal Radio News. I love it. I think some people getting married when they're drunk, and that's why we have so many divorces. <laughs> I've done lots of things when well, I was drunk, but I never bought a dog. Yeah, I mean, uh, people under influence or maybe smoke something sometimes, It's especially around the Christmas time and buying all those puppies, you know, and after bringing them back, uh, like we see in Europe, uh, from the loft, to the hate, it's just one step. People start with the love, and after the dogs start to pee in their home, chew them, chew their, you know, favorite shoes, or, you know, doing something wrong, and momentarily they, so many of them turn that love into the hate, and now they want to bring them back. And uh, that's why we need to make the conscious decisions, uh, picking the puppies. It's not about cute, cute, cute faces. It's a uh, serious re- responsibilities. It's uh, more than marriages, people, because you can rid of your wife or husband, especially in America. It's so easy. But you never will be able to rid of your dog because you will live for the rest of your life with the feel of guilt, guilt or failure or something. And it's not you easy. Know- so when, when you pick your, you know, four-legged friend, think twice. And I absolutely, I get so many people that call me about stuff like that because they're moving and they can't take their dog or they, for some reason, had to give it up and they call me and they want to know how that dog's doing because they just feel so absolutely terrible about it. And I always tell people, you know, you've got to choose your priorities. Is your couch a higher priority than your dog or your cat or your whatever? If it's not, then don't get rid of the dog because it messed up your couch. Get a couch that you don't care if it gets messed up. 
and then teach your dog. You, you know, Joe, I love you. I really do. And I, I don't even know how, you know, hell is uh, keeping both of us together because we're like a, like a left wing and a right wing. Vinegar and oil. <laughs> exactly. That's why we create the balance. That's I mean, what's what so you... great about Animal Radio. It's so diverse, and we all have different opinions, and we all have different expertise. So we can help you with any problem. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. How are you doing, Dr. Debbie? You came in a little bit late today, just a couple of minutes late. You know what? You're always counting how. <laughs> I know. My gosh, you're going to start, like, ticketing me here. Gosh. <laughs> I'm never too bad. But, yeah, so it's been, you know, summertime. Normally, it's kind of a quiet time at the old vet office. We don't have as much coming on. Uh, people are traveling, going on vacation. But, boy, you know, you got to catch up on your pet uh, needs, get the vaccines caught up, uh, heartworm, all of that good stuff. So, yeah, we've, we've been kind of deluged with patients lately. So it, it's good. It's good for you. You know what? We're still working on that drive-through thing. That uh, would be cool. <laughs> or even better if you could just hold up your animals to the radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team of experts all in place. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani back with a brace. Animal communicator Joy Turner, pet travel expert Susan Sims, and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. And it's toll free for you. 1 866 405 8405 if you have any questions. No question too small. And if you have a question, there's probably someone else in the audience who has the same question. You be the one to ask it. You'll look so damn smart for doing that. <laughs> I learned so much from this show. Hi, Tina. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, and it's such a pleasure to talk to y'all. Hmm. Uh, uh, but before I start about my main question, Dr. Debbie had a caller uh-huh. call in about birds that he couldn't get off his patio area, and oh, they yeah. were messing everything yeah. up and all. And I have a wonderful solution that I heard on another program. Take CDs. Ah, you know, the shiny? Yes. And you ah. just tie them up with a, fish, uh, a fishing wire or uh-huh. fishing line and hang them from the ceiling if he has them already nesting he can hang them right over where they nest they won't like it it reflects light and of course if the wind or breeze is blowing on it makes them move sure. and so therefore the birds move yeah you know what we also had another caller call in and say try those rubber snakes that you find in the toy store hang some yeah. of those rubber snakes over the rafters and that might scare them <laughs> away hey, too those are all great that ideas I me. like it yeah, my luck, that, that rubber snake would fall down on my shoulder or something, and I would have the heart attack. <laughs> so what's going on with your pets? Uh, well, I have this wonderful, friendly, extremely friendly little Yorkie. Mm-hmm. And she I, she makes me feel like she's a traitor sometimes. She'll run to just anybody. But the first thing she does <laughs> is start licking them. Okay. And it drives my sister and my mother nuts. Of course, I like it. I put lotion on my feet and I get a foot massage. (laughs) (laughs) That grosses me out. I'm sorry. I love it. I think it's a great idea. (laughs) Yeah. But I didn't know if maybe something's missing in her diet. You can't pet her without her trying to reciprocate by giving you kisses. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and some dogs do have a real high lick um, behavior. And, you know, sometimes we think it's because they are grooming us or sharing our scent. Um, although in a lot of dogs, and especially a lot of little dogs, this can become um, a behavior problem. So if it's not a problem for you, that's okay. But it can become um, obsessive-compulsive. And in a lot of dogs, it can also have a component of attention-seeking. So, you know, kind of the way she greets you is by licking you. And uh-huh. if that if that's how your physical interaction starts, that's how she cues you that she wants your attention. So if you don't want that behavior, we would teach her not to, you would actually train yourself not to respond to her licking and her um, attention-seeking behavior. If you're perfectly fine with it, hey, cool. I can't stand well, the licking thing. It drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. She doesn't do it to me all the time unless I have oral lotion or something. I'm a truck driver, so as I'm driving, if she's wanting to go to the bathroom or something, she's very vocal. She'll, but she'll also come and sit in my lap. All right, girls, be quiet. She'll come and sit in my lap, and uh, then she'll stand up and she'll put one palm one side of my neck and the other palm the other side, and she'll press her little face up against mine, giving me a hug. And I adore it. I can't get her to do it to show anyone else what she does. I'm not, I'm not driving. She won't do it. You know, it's like, hey, mom, stop, would you? I mean, I, I can read what she's trying to tell me most of the time. And uh, but my sister, when she comes over to watch TV with me or something, she runs up, gets in her lap, and the first thing she wants to do is try and lick her in the face or lick her on the hand. Yeah. And, and it drives them nuts. But she doesn't do that to me. So I, right. I don't have a, a means. Of, and do I blow in her face? Well, and i got to ask you honestly, Tina, do you want this behavior to stop? Because you can't stop it for just your visitors. It has to stop and you have to control Cold turkey, now. right? Well, I mean, oh, no. we really have to make a. We may have to make a decision in the household. Um, if you are rewarding every time she puts her paws on your shoulder and she's, you know, kissing you, you are positively reinforcing that behavior so that she's going to likely do that for somebody else. So we can't ask her. We can't change the rules on her and say you can do it for me, but you can't do it for anybody else. So no. if if it's creating a problem and you want to fix it, I can help you with that. And there's some things we can do, like this, you know, uh, decreasing the attention and. And the response that you're giving her with that. And there are some dogs that will even, this can be an OCD kind of problem, and we will put them on medications and work on some behavioral pattern training. But it really has to start with you. And, and you tell me if it's something you want to work on or just kind of put her away when you have visitors. No, I'll just let them suffer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they don't like it, they can leave. Okay, uh, I, I think that's good. I think that's good. But let's say there's somebody that's listening that wants to put an end to that. How would you put an end to that, Doc? Well, uh, I would I definitely say that I would not allow her to demand our attention. We give the we give the attention to the dog when we want to. We don't let them cue us for that. So there's no barking, there's no digging, no scratching, no licking for any physical attention. You do not pick up a pet when they do those things. You make them sit calmly and rest quietly. Then you pick them up. Then you give then you can give love. It's not that you can't give love, but you have to be the one that directs that behavior and tells them when it's time. And if it's yeah. really crazy and I have some dogs I do put on behavior medicine like Prozac, believe it or not, clomipramine. Some of these medicines can help, especially if they're licking 
tables, they're licking chairs, they're licking people, they're licking everything. Some of those pets do need some um, help in other ways. So that's how I would do. I think she's just just doing it to show affection. She doesn't do that to me. Uh, She doesn't really lick me unless I have a lotion on. But it's when she's greeting other people that she's doing it. Sure. So and, and this is where training training always starts with the the primary human in the home. So, um, you know, I'm not going to ever blame a behavior on a dog because we have to be the ones that direct that behavior and lead to the change. So, Lulu's a smart little girl, and she is enjoying human contact. Not to say that's a bad thing, but it can become a little bit over love at a time. So, hopefully, that might be of some help. And thank you for your call, Tina. We appreciate you listening. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at one eight six six. 405-8405. Go lick her back. That's what I'm thinking. Go yeah. get Lulu. We, go we have an animal here like that that likes to lick, but it's our cat. Mm, I like it. He likes to lick. You go to pet him and he has to lick. And if you go past his head and go down his back, he grabs your wrist and brings it back up to his face so he can lick your hand. We're crazy, I tell you. Yeah. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A woman says her two-year-old golden retriever saved her life by giving her a doggy version of the Heimlich maneuver. 45-year-old Debbie Parkers was home with her two dogs when she suddenly choked on a chunk of apple she was eating. She unsuccessfully tried performing the Heimlich on herself, but the apple was still firmly stuck in her windpipe. She tried beating her chest, and before she knew it, Toby, her golden retriever, jumped up, putting his front feet on her shoulders, and knocked her to the ground. Toby then began jumping up and down on her chest until the apple came out. A friend arrived and drove Debbie to the hospital. She says she still has some bruise marks from Toby's doggy Heimlich, but she'll be okay. While some skeptics doubt Toby knew what he was doing, and others think that maybe Toby just wanted a piece of apple, Debbie believes the golden retriever she and her husband rescued from a dumpster knew exactly what he was doing. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Licking Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S. Fido Friendly Magazine is celebrating their 50th issue with Betty White on the cover and would like to share a golden opportunity with you. For a limited time, you can subscribe to Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog for 50% off. Just call toll-free 1-888-881-5861 and mention Animal Radio to receive your discount. Once again, that number is 1-888-881-5861. Start receiving the one magazine your dog will thank you for today. 
Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. You're listening to Animal Radio. The number is toll-free. It's 1-866-405-8405. The show is Animal Radio. I'm Hal Abrams. Judy Francis is answering your phones. 1-866-405-8405. She screens them. She says, okay, well, this is a call for Dr. Debbie, or this is a call for Joy Turner, or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, or Susan Sims, or Dr. Debbie, or Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, who's been getting a lot of calls recently. <laughs> She's what? She's been getting a lot. Yes, she has. Are they mostly dogs calling, or are they people calling to talk to her? They're male dogs. Male dogs yeah. calling oh, to talk my. to our female dog here, the studio stunt dog. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, you know that gum, icebreakers gum? Sure. It always tastes good as soon as you bite into it. Oh, well, yeah. it's good for you, but it's not good for your dog. It's got something called xylitol in it. Mm. And vets have issued a warning about this sweetener that could pose a danger to dogs. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Uh, Joey Villani has his brace on today, we'll find out uh, if he's if he's ever going to get that thing off. He has carpal tunnel, which we know is a death sentence for a uh, groomer. Yeah. Hi, Lynn. Hi. How are you doing today? Well, I'm okay. I just um, had a question about my cat. Uh, she's about seven years old, seven eight years old. I got her from uh, the Humane Society. She didn't have any front claws. Uh, she seems to be real sweet. I know she loves. But, but, oh no! Did she drop out? Uh oh! Into radio. But, I'm here. Lynn, I'm here. What does she do? She's her front claws are declawed, and then what? In declawed, and um, I had to pull over here. I'm sorry. Um, she bites me every once in a while. If we're playing or something, you know, she'll like bite me gently. You know, she starts getting a little excited, and then she might bite a little harder, uh-huh. and I tell her to watch it. You know. But then once we quit playing, then all of a sudden she'll just grab me, my forearm, with her her paws real real tight and just bite me once real hard and then run off. And it always draws the blood. Oh. And, but it's like she's got that glistening look in her eye, you know, like she's still playing. I don't think she's mad at me. But mm-hmm. she's other times, like she did it one time to me when I was asleep. And just jumped on my forearm real, and held me real tight, just chomped down on me one time and then ran off. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now, let me ask you, Lynn, do you have other kitties in the house or other pets? Oh, I'm a truck driver. We're, we're on the truck together. Oh, okay. So she's riding along with you then? Yeah. All right. Well, excellent. And, uh, but she is by herself. You don't have any other critters in your cab then? No. Uh-uh. Okay. All right. Because from what you're describing here, it, it really sounds, Lynn, like we have a kitty who has a um, somewhat potentially an attention-seeking uh, behavior, and that is 
the activity of biting gets your attention. Um, and, and also possibly we could have a problem where she's having um, so much activity need. She's got so much, I don't want to say anxiety, but just pent-up energy that is it's hard for her to translate that into a positive uh, behavior. So with some kitties, especially kitties, when they're single cats in the home, we can inter- run into problems where they have a kind of an uninhibited bite. So normally when cats and dogs play with each other, they kind of nibble and play and then, hey, someone bites too hard and they learn, oh, this is when I, you know, all, all bets are off and I stop that. Some cats right. don't learn this, be, learn that lesson, maybe because they didn't spend a lot of time in the socialization period around other cats or being handled a lot. Some kitties, it's truly just they have so much energy and not enough outlet um, to put this behavior out, so it becomes this negative behavior. Um, so, I mean, there's definitely some things we can do. It, it may be a little bit more challenging because we are dealing with kind of in a in a cab situation there. Um, but the the big focus is that we have it. We've we've got to get her some positive scheduled playtime, and make sure we keep the human hand out of that equation. That's always my mm-hmm. number one lesson with these things. Um, we can't allow anyone to play you know rough hands on the kitty, or you know like you do with little puppies sometimes. Um, we have to make sure she's learning that the hand is not a plaything. So those extension toys. Uh, feathers on sticks, uh, the cat dancer, all those kind of things are really good. I'll even teach cats to retrieve, um, and that can help them to learn that not to use the human hand. Um, well, so that's definitely... Yeah, I've tried the- those other things, and I play with them like a minute, and then she's done with I have that laser light thing that she plays cool. with, that she loses interest in a couple, you know, and she doesn't want to play with it anymore. Now that we're on the truck, you know, she sleeps most of the time, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like she really needs all that much because she is an older cat. But I was kind of thinking that maybe that was what it was. Once she gets going and I get to playing with her and then I stop, maybe she's not quite finished playing yet. Yeah, and, and some kitties, as we're playing with them, it actually kind of drives, it kind of heightens their need for more play activity. So if she's done with one toy, what you need to do is have a whole kind of ensemble of toys available, and you have to kind of switch it up when they get bored with one, go to another style. So um, that just mm-hmm. kind of keeps it fresh, keeps them going. Because, yeah, if you stop the game, and she stops, stops the game, and there's still a lot of energy there, that's where uh, you have the potential for a bite. So the goal would be to keep that play activity session going longer, Try to schedule several through the day, if possible. And, um, and then you want to also always end the cat play session with some other alternative activity. The worst thing, it's like stopping and then, okay, we're done. Because there can yeah. be kind of that period of what do I do, what do I do? I still have that energy kind of flowing uh-huh. through me. Uh-huh. So that's when we need to pull out food rewards. And I'm a real fan of the little cat toys that you can hide the food in. And it kind of makes them work for it. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a great opportunity to give a, a food reward, and that takes gives her an activity she cannot do while she's biting you. <laughs> she can't be chewing on kibble and biting you at the same time. So that's uh, giving her an alternate behavior. Um, so that would be how I'd end every one of those uh, sessions. And, and I'd be very watchful. We don't want her to um, demand attention by any kind of biting. Uh, so if she runs up and bites you in the ankle and then runs off and you yell at her, she just got your attention and she just got what she wanted. So we want to yeah. try to catch those things before they happen. Don't reward that. Um, I try not to... Um, uh, 
pet some cats for too long. Um, some kitties, they get, you get to a point after a few minutes and they just, their skin crawls and you can see their eyes start to get wide and their pupils dilate. You need to stop the petting session before you get to a point where they're so stimulated that that turns into a bite, into a love bite, if you will. <laughs> so is that what it, that, uh, shiny look in their eye, I thought that was just, they were happy. Oh, well, I'm not sure what you're seeing, but there's that times when cats get really excited and you'll see their eyes dilate and they kind of look, you know, it's kind of like a devil cat look. I always say with my cats when they did that, um, it's just kind of like, I'm up to mischief. I got something to do and I don't know what to do. And they're looking around. Um, so I don't know if your cat's like mine. I, my cat was called the devil cat because he was, you know, he was special that way. Um, but you know, there's a lot of other things you can kind of look into things. Um, you know, you can get creative. I know you're driving truck. Um, if you have a little DVD player, you could see about getting a little uh, video that's got uh, birds, fish, you know, some of those kitty uh, TV DVDs. Um, that might be one way to kind of keep her interested, give her things to do. Um, and, you know, if you're giving her food rewards, we want to make sure we're not just leaving that food out for her to nibble. So uh, make sure you limit the time the kibble is out laying there for her. Yeah, I try not be- to give her too much food at a time or anything. I thought once about maybe getting her a live mouse. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do that to the mouse, but she likes, yeah. she loves mice. Yeah. She loves to chase mice, but. Uh, There's some very nice wind-up ones that you could put a battery in, and they'll keep her entertained. So, yeah, I don't advocate feeding the live mice, no. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your call. Thank you for your help, Ben. You're awesome, Lynn. Absolutely. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. I have a Diablo Gato like, like that. Uh-huh, yes, we've learned that we've when learned. they when when you're playing with them and they bite, we yell "ouch" real loud and we walk away. And they're like, "What? What happened? Where are you going?" You know. And they learned that playtime is over when you bite. That works for humans too. <laughs> this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. Since we discovered Stella and Chewies, we've been talking about their dog food. It's a one dog food that Ladybug eats consistently. Now they have uh, cat food. We're very excited about it. It's the same complete and balanced meal for all stages. It can be used as an everyday food, or you can put it on top, like I know Vladi does that with his dog food. He doesn't have cats. Can you imagine Vladi with cats? <laughs> no. Nah, just uh, I wouldn't He uses it broken up on top of kibble and canned food. For finicky pets, it's really great if you have a finicky animal. So then make sure they get all the nutrients. Put it on top of that crap food. Add one patty to each meal. The easiest way to get a real, raw, whole meat diet. That's Stella and Chewy's, and we'd like to send you a sample. Go ahead and send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. All the uh, information over at the website at animalradio.com. Just like we do with the dog food samples, we'll send you one. Just please let us know, do you want cat food or do you want dog food? A lot of people just send in for a sample, and I'm not sure what they they want. want. So please let us know. Okay. All the information over at the website. Thanks, Del and Chewies, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Vinnie Penn coming at you on Animal Radio, your resident party animal, if you don't mind my saying so. I want to take a few minutes of your time today to talk about something that's called the Watchdog Report. It's basically a, a compilation of a, a list of names of the people who've made the most money in a given year. Uh, what's interesting about this is uh, the goal of the Watchdog Report is to take a look at all of the major nonprofit organizations and, and just kind of filter out if the money's going into the right place or not. And, of course, uh, PETA would play a big role in such uh, 
listing. And in the case of PETA, they actually have a parallel organization, a foundation to support animal protection that uh, reportedly is spending 100% of its so-called program budget on fundraising functions for PETA and blah, 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 blah. The point of this really is to just make sure that these people who are claiming to take money and put it in all of the right places and airing commercials where uh, owners are weeping over their one-eyed dog that if the the average layperson donates X amount of dollars, that that money does go there. Basically, what you uncover in the Watchdog Report, too, is if you give just a little uh, $20 to give it, that $20 that you're sending in might be hard-earned for you, and you might think you're doing the right thing, but that just turns around and goes into more mailers. It just goes into generating more pleas for more money, which is their way of saying the more you give, the better the chance that at least some of it will go to the right place. There's nothing more disconcerting than showing up at a a fundraising event, raising money for an animal shelter, and a gentleman pulls up in a Jaguar. As the night went on, with his Blackberry hanging in his ear and all the important telephone calls that he's making in his Gucci suit, I say to him, well, you must have one hell of a day job. And he said, well, this is my day job working for the animal shelter. So I stand by the fact that me giving him a kidney shot is not deserving of me spending a night in jail. Vinny Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Veterinarians have issued a warning about a popular sweetener that may pose a danger to dogs. It's a sweetener called xylitol. Now, the sweetener is used in many products, even toothpaste. In humans, xylitol is considered safe. It's actually a really good sugar substitute. The sweetener also prevents oral bacteria from producing acids that damage tooth surfaces, which makes it a good choice for oral care products. But in dogs, xylitol can be toxic. The symptoms include vomiting, lethargy, loss of coordination, possible collapse, and seizures. If you think your dog has eaten xylitol, call your vet immediately. They're also asking pet owners, obviously, to keep these products with a sweetener out of their reach. An Australian doctor said a couple in Victoria are believed to be the very first in the country to become infected with a species of a parasitic worm that has teeth. Dr. Andrew Fuller of the Alfred Hospital in Peron said the couple are believed to have ingested the larva when they caught and ate a fish. It was a black bream. It was during a Western Australia camping trip. He said the tiny worms have teeth that allow them to go anywhere they like in the body. They move under your skin and they cause itchy lumps that can make you feel sick. It can be pretty hard to diagnose. Uh, the symptoms of infection include fever, muscle pain, vomiting, skin irritations that resemble an orange peel. Sounds like a really bad, horrific uh, sci-fi movie. Actually, the couple recovered after they got a course of antibiotics, and he said he's treated the condition before, but the couple are believed to be the very first to uh, have these worms in Australia. No word about them coming into the U.S., thankfully. Well, looks like a bear uh, got uh, out and about. Uh, a grizzly bear mauled a 57-year-old hiker to death in Yellowstone National Park, but they say it was only defending its cubs and it had not threatened humans before. So park officials decided to leave it alone to wander the backcountry. The mauling was the park's first in 25 years. 
It temporarily closed one of Yellowstone's top attractions on one of the busiest days of the year, leaving some tourists to wonder what the heck was going on. It was not predatory, and so we saw no reason to take action against the bear, said Carrie Gunther, bear management biologist for Yellowstone. The attack also highlighted the potential dangers, however rare, that face tourists who come in record numbers each year to a park known for its bear population and the old faithful geyser. Whenever there's a run on or an attack involving the region's Bruin population, park officials have to decide whether the attack was defensive or an act of aggression. And in this most recent mauling, they based their conclusion on the account of the hiker's wife who survived as well as their knowledge of bear behavior. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Vlade is still in the green room. Tell him to get over here. Tell him to get in here right now. He has a show to do right now. I don't care if there's pizza in the green room. Oh, I'll tell you. one 405 8405. Okay, I can just imagine which, how you can put up with this man. He was like, he said me today, <laughs> put your butt back there in the studio. <laughs> he's one of those dogs that's all bark, no bite. Well, you, oh, I don't know. I, I, I already made my pee wet, you know. I said, sure, my, my tail was under the legs. And I said, sure, sure, I just, you know. That's what happens. Yeah. So I've become alpha, huh? Okay. Alpha male, yeah. Alpha studio dog. Yeah, it was submissive dog because, you know, submissive dog just... Just, you know, make one one look at the alpha dog and, and roll over and play dead because he knows if he doesn't, he's already dead. I never knew, so the hell is your husband. I just learned about that. Did he tell you that? I, I, I got, uh, I mean, I called KGB and asked, they confirmed it, but yeah, he was the first who told me. Because he's always telling people that. My husband's getting pretty angry. Honestly, I thought he's, uh, you are his mistress. <laughs> Honestly, you know me, Judy, I honestly believe that. And I tell true because, you know, like in Europe, it's kind of normal type of the stuff. So I thought uh-huh. that's what it is. You mean everybody in Europe has a mistress? You know, it's kind of uh, almost, yeah. Unfortunately, it's kind of, before I came in America, I never even thought that's the wrong behavior, honestly. So you have a bunch of girlfriends? If, uh, uh, <laughs> are you working for FBI or what? <laughs> Judy also has, and she's worked very hard to put this together for you. Uh, she's put, when good dogs cross breed. What do you mean? Can you give an example there, Judy? Just don't use the bad words on the national radio, please. Okay, this is when good dogs cross breed. What do you get when you cross a pointer 
with a setter. A pointer with a setter. What do you get when you cross a pointer with a setter? Do you know? I know. I know. I know what is the, what is the. Uh, in Russia, we have a joke about crossing between Shih Tzu and uh, Pitbull Terrier. It's a bullish. <laughs> that was my that was my punchline. That was her big that was her big one. And you worked all week on this yes, too, and it was an I old did. Russian joke. I did. And Vlade knew that. it already. Wow. What are some other ones? Okay, well, wait, wait a minute, we didn't answer the pointer in the setter. Okay, the pointer in the setter. What's the pointer in the setter? You get a point setter. It's a Christmas. There's a place around here that that's a, a restaurant. Um, and on the restroom doors they have setters and pointers. Uh huh. Yeah. So you know which bathroom to go into? <laughs> exactly. I hate exactly. restaurants that do that. They have like animals or something. You have to try to figure it out. Which animal is the you female? You know, you know, Hale, I'm so bad. Every time when I train the dogs in downtown, I purposely, I, I, I sometimes so bad. I, I maybe like to take advantage of some people or just, uh, I have a low, low tolerance for the human stupidity. You know, sometimes I go to the, st- like, do shopping, you know, and no, it's typical things, you know. And uh, at the end of the line, I always uh, is asking, uh, paper or plastic? You know, I know it's a new area. It's like, and I look in their eyes and I say, in combination, please. <laughs> you want both. Because in Russia, you didn't have either. It was uh, your hand, your left hand or your right hand. I didn't have any paper. I, haven't, I didn't have even a paper towel, you know. <laughs> Back in Russia. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the Dream Team. People call us up and they say, you know, that phone number you give out there does it spell anything we figured out really nothing in english but it does spell something in russian we don't know what it means <laughs> i call it rushlish sorry people for my accent a lot of times when i'm doing my performance out of the michigan americans think that's the michigan accent yeah. it's so contagious apparently it is but i think it's a doglish accent it's a doggy accent because i do speak doglish better than english hi who's this Hi, this is Barbara. Hi, Barbara. How you doing? Pretty good. And you? Very good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from New York, Brewster, New York. Go ahead, my dear Barbara. What 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 the uh, what type of the pain you have? Can I, can the Vladi ease your pain? Tell oh, me, please. I, I want to feel your pain. I hope so. I have a four and a half year old uh, dog. She's half pug and half French bulldog, and she has a She's really. A mutt. Excuse me. Yes. Oh, and a French bulldog, boy, they are so like to argue all the time. You know, French bulldog, it's a hard to train. Go really? ahead. Okay. Yeah, Pog is, is a wonderful. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, she, she has a nasty habit of eating her own uh, waste. Okay. And she doesn't do it all the time, but, you know, it's hard for me to catch her doing it because when I take sure. her out, obviously I pick it up. Uh, sure. You know, throw Barbara, it away. let me help you out. I, I'm hearing the questions like that probably 30 times per day. And yeah. let me tell you, because this is the easiest, easy things we can fix it with the speed of Russian satellite guided <laughs> missile. So, I mean, uh, why your dog is eating your, not your, his no. poops. Yeah, uh, why? Because of a couple of things. Number one, it could be habitually if your puppy did it all the time. Maybe you got it from uh, some breeder who did not pick up uh, the poops after the pups, right. and the pups were eating uh, one, the, you know, together all in a pack, and they got to these habits to eat. It also can be when you're switching your dog from one 
died, she never died. It could happen. It could happen also if your dog does not produce such an enzyme to digest the food right, and it comes. He he smells that poops on the floor, and he still see not see smell some nutrition inside. And right. the puppy, you think your dog think, well, you know, it's some type of the valuable nutrition on the ground. Let me recycle it. But despite of the problems, whatever problems you have, not you have, I mean your dogs have. I guess you have. Uh, let me tell you what you need to do. I tried many, many products. Um, one works better than another, but nothing works as good as the product by name. Stop. Just Stop. Okay. By Thompson Veterinarian. And this product works awesome. You know why? Because unlike in other products, it have a two major components to help you. Of course, we cannot eliminate the habits uh, to do this. But what we can do, we make want to make sure digestion is right, and we want to make sure it has a bad taste. Uh, mm-hmm. Because dogs are not stupid. They, they, they don't do. F- Go, I know you you try to put something in. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, I know. I forbid, deter. Nobody yeah. knows about the stuff. You know, I have got it from KGB sources. I mean, okay. it's a great product. <laughs> what is the yeah? What is the difference between what you just said and what I said? I'm gonna tell you just like that. Yeah. Uh, first of all, it has more strong components, and plus, it is a, as complementary approach has a digestive enzymes and acidophilus and all good bacteria. So it works in combination, my oh, friend okay. Barbara. Okay. Very good. Now, I have other dogs. Do they all have to have this? Because she, yes. may, she may eat some other sisters. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would do it too. And uh, I would also supervise them at, uh, as the part of complementary approach. Yeah. And every time when your dog just approach to the poop, clap your hands, make the sound, ah, which hell is always... Um, uh, Doing on the duty all yeah, the no. time. I'm hearing this now. That's the other way and around. Your hands and such and such. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do. I'll let you know Thank how you. it goes. Give that a shot. Let us know how it goes. Shoot me email. I'll let you know how it all comes out. Actually. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because okay. he'll he'll promise to keep me on uh, unless my methods are working. But my methods works unless you do the right thing. Okay. I'm the ultimate doctor, and my medication works. But you have to take my medication. Period. Yep. Next I- caller. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you so much for calling one eight. Six six four zero five eight four zero five. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage Two quickly kills fleas within twelve hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage Two for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage Two and Canine Advantage Two are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. 
Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. This is Animal Radio. Let's uh, head on over to the phones. I believe we have Elise on the phones. Hi, Elise. How are you doing? Okay. How are you? Good. You're calling about a ferret. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, We have a ferret about uh, two years now. All of a sudden, he just looks like a bag of bones. Uh, He seems happy. He bounces around. He eats like uh, everything, but he's squawning. Very skinny fella, huh? Well, I, Elise, I love ferrets. They're one of my favorite critters to, to see here at the office. But they are challenging because they do have some weird things that come up. And um, I know you said everything sounds like it's going along normal, but I'm going to kind of probe a little bit deeper here. You said you've had him two years. What What is he eating? What kind of food are you feeding? Usually the Marshall's ferret food or any quality ferret food from the uh, pet store. And as far as when he's running and playing, do you ever see any kind of problems with his mobility? Does he ever seem tired out or weak? I don't see him all the time. He's in my son's room 100%, but whenever I've seen him, he's just bouncing around, happy. All right. Well, the challenging thing is if I could put my little hands on him right now, there's a couple things that I would be doing. One is in any ferret, but particularly in a younger ferret, if we see them losing weight, we want to feel around and we actually check for the possibility that they might have eaten something that could be causing a problem. And I've seen ferrets eat anything from erasers um, to plastic toys to, gosh, you name it. They are very uh, attracted to some different types of soft, rubbery things. So in a younger ferret, that's losing weight, even if they're not even having outward signs, I'm going to look for some kind of foreign object. And in some cases, they can even develop hairballs to the size of an obstruction, and that can uh, affect their food absorption and uh, you know their ability to eat enough for what they, they need. Now, if I'm looking at an older ferret, there's going to be some other things that I would look at, and they are, um, unfortunately, very prone to some different types of aging diseases, some cancers. Some weight loss-related issues, I would look at the problem with the pancreas that's called insulinoma. And this is something that I would um, pretty easily check. I would, uh, you know, get him into my office. We would ask him to not eat for maybe four hours, which for a ferret is, you know, a long time because those guys are grazing constantly. Um, but we would check a blood sugar, and that helps to see if we might have a possibility with an insulinoma, which causes low blood sugar readings. And that in ferrets can be something that can cause not only weight loss, but some other signs such as uh, muscle weakness or troubles with the back legs or even some diarrhea. Um, then there's some other types of older diseases, which, you know, not to scare you, but, you know, this is where a good thorough veterinary exam is really important because we also look for types of things like lymphoma, which is a type of a cancer that ferrets somehow just love to get. So those kind of things, I would be putting my fingers on them and feeling and looking, and we might even see about doing, like I said, the blood work or even an x-ray to kind of check those things out. Um, but a skinny ferret is not a healthy ferret, even if on the outside he's telling you that by his actions. So I'd definitely you know, get the little critter checked out and, and see what we can come up with. Okay, so bring him to the vet is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I would say, you know, be alert to those things as far as his appetite, um, making sure that when you feed him, he eats it. Um, watch his bowel movement so you can give a, you know, kind of educated report as far as like in the last week, this is what he's been doing in his poops. Here's a fresh sample of the poop so the veterinarian can see that. Be armed with information. That is the best thing I can tell you because ferrets, they are a lot of fun, but they do kind of have their little eccentricities when it comes to health things. They're a riot. They're hysterical. But, uh, you know, I <laughs> 
love all the animals. We have dogs, we have a cat, we have a ferret, you know. We're just, uh, you know, the zoo of Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is Animal Radio. Joey, you ever make an impulsive buy, maybe under the influence? <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> See, I don't know if I should answer this question here now. I'll tell you right now, because I, I actually, uh, I still have about 3,000 Where's the Beef lava lamps that I bought under the influence. Still, I'm trying to unload them. I have them on eBay. I haven't been able to get rid of them. They're making a new law. They want to ban purchasing puppies in New York when you're drunk or under the influence. Well, you know what? If they can control that, I think that it would be a wonderful thing because then I think that the shelters won't be as full as they are because a lot of people get dogs thinking it's going to be wonderful and find out that it's, you know, it's work. We'll uh, find out more about that in just a few minutes. Stacy Cohn will be reporting on that. That comes out of West Village. And I'm not buying your lava lamps. Not buy- <laughs> oh, come on. Give <laughs> I was going to give you, give you a good deal on those. That's all right. There's a, the story of a very special turtle, the turtle's name, Little Joe. And uh, we get Little Joe's guardian, Ray Stenson, on the phone. Hi, Ray. How are you doing? Well, it's a beautiful day. Where are we calling you today? Santa Fe Springs, California. Santa Fe Springs, California. Can you tell us the story of Little Joe? And how long is it? First of all, how long has Little Joe been part of the family there? Well, since 1952 or three. Wow! <laughs> wow! He was, he was full grown when when he was given to us. And how long do they normally live? Oh, over a hundred years old. Wow! So um, this particular turtle probably was the kid's turtle. Well, he was a, a young lad. What had happened? Uh, the freeway was coming through and buying the houses. Oh! And he had to move, and he didn't have any place to take his turtle, so he gave it to my son. Okay. And my son dug a little hole in the yard and built a little home for him. And then when he went off to college and we moved, we moved him with us. Yesterday, a day before yesterday, he came out under the porch, and then when we went over to sit in the chairs, he came over with us. We fed him some uh, lettuce, some hibiscus flowers, Uh and some grapes. And he ate. An awful lot, I thought. <laughs> He's had a big uh, experience in the last few weeks. <laughs> Hasn't he? He uh, Didn't he run away from home or get lost or something? What happened exactly? Well, what happened is we left the gate open. He was always watching. It seemed like he could sense when that gate would be open. He'd be over and go. Anyway, he got out and he wandered up two houses from us. And some woman came by who had lost her turtle, and when she spotted it, she stopped. And these little children that were playing with it, she told them it was, she thought it was her turtle. Oh, no. So she picked him up and took him home. But when the ad got in, into the center, in the Wizard Daily News. Oh, you put an ad in the paper? Well, I didn't put an ad. They came out and interviewed me from the paper got the story, and it was on the front page. And this was when Little Joe was missing, the Whittier Daily News came out and they interviewed you? Yeah. Okay. Then they put that on the front page in the paper. Uh Uh-huh. Slow news day, I imagine. Yeah, and 
I got it. I had a call before eight o'clock in the morning. Wow! <laughs> I've got your turtle. Oh, you mean the lady? The lady who picked it up thought it was her turtle. Saw that in the paper and realized that it was your turtle. Yes. Oh wow! How do you tell turtles apart? Are well, you... not too much difference in these desert turtles. They're only a different size, and ours had a had a decided limp. Oh. Uh huh. It had a. One of its legs is, but, well, when some kids were over playing one day, one hit him with mm. a two-by-four, I guess, and broke his leg. Oh, no. Uh, that wasn't very nice. Well, I'd say for the first time in 50 years for him to get out the gate there, you know. Uh... Oh, he'd been out before. Oh. <laughs> you know what my mother used to do? She used to take fingernail polish, and she would paint the address on the bottom of the shell. Oh, how clever is that? Oh, I like that idea. Have you uh, put any identification on Little Joe now? Well, I haven't. No, I haven't. Uh, I, I think that's a very, very clever idea. <laughs> Yeah, give that a shot, because I know with cats and dogs, uh, animals that really can get out of the fence very fast, that they need to be marked. Why not mark the turtles? Well, he he moves kind of slow, but they can still wander off in, in, in time. Mm. We did have to get a license for him. Oh, you do? You need a license there for uh, for a turtle, huh? Well, that, it's just for identification. Oh, okay. Because you you can't take it back to the desert. Not that it would want to go back to the desert after a diet of hibiscus and grapes and lettuce. Probably not. We've enjoyed them, and he, when he comes, when we sit out under our lemon tree in our easy chairs, he comes over to join us, and we let him have some lettuce. But he really enjoys hibiscus flowers. You know, if I have lettuce there, he's eating it. And if I put down some hibiscus flowers, he'll quit the lettuce and go get the hibiscus. <laughs> <laughs> I figured he's eating his dessert. I want to congratulate you. You recently got married. And how is your wife taken to little Joe? Does she like him? Has she ever oh, had a turtle? She's she's taken to him. He comes up and walks up to her and puts his nose up against her hand. And, and yeah, she, she's kind of a... <laughs> Adopted him, I think she just she can't believe that she ever would have taken to a turtle. But uh, yeah, she's like you say we we were recent. Well, we were married in July fourteenth last year. Uh huh. So, do, do you mind me asking how old you are? Ninety. Ninety years old, and you just got. Is this your first marriage? Your second marriage? Oh, second marriage for Se- both of us. Wow. Oh, oh, that is so heartwarming. Oh, that's awesome. Well, her husband died a few years ago, and my husband, my wife died a couple of years ago, and we knew each other back in North Dakota when we went to school. If, if she didn't like yeah. Little Joe, would it have worked out? Your new wife would have to have liked Little Joe, right? Yep. <laughs> no doubt about that. He's part of the family, you know. Yeah, I, I built a little block house for him. He's got a better house than I have. <laughs> How wonderful. That's a wonderful story. I'm glad Little Joe is home. Congratulations on your nuptials there. And uh, go please give Little Joe a big old sloppy kiss from all of us here at Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio.
You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. one 405 Let's go to Robert. Hi, Robert. How are you? I'm doing great. How about y'all doing? Very good. Where are you Very today? Very good. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Muggy, hot Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, it's 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 July. It's hot. It's living up to its name there. <laughs> How can we help you today? I have a little problem with uh, birds getting in my uh, carport. Uh, they they leave. I have some sensor lights up on top of my carport, and uh, they like making nests up there. And they mess all over my car, and then when they come into the carport from the house, they try to attack me. And I just want mm, a yikes. safe way. I want a safe way to get rid of them without shooting them. <laughs> I think this is probably the first um, uh, bird pest call I've ever yeah, taken so. on the show. Um, well, and you said what kind of birds are these? Just little barn sparrow, little tiny birds that just make like mud. Um, nest. nest. Yeah. So nest. I have okay. a problem with cats too. The cats try to get to the birds, and the cats call over my car too. So well, why don't you move the the car out of the driveway and charge five dollars <laughs> for everyone to watch this? You know, bird watchers <laughs> and cat lovers. Yeah, it sounds like you've got I, quite the wild kingdom going on there, Robert. <laughs> but but I, I feel I'm, your pain. <laughs> As far as the big challenge, as far as you've got these birds, and most of the little songbirds, and especially sparrows, are really big breeders. It's like what they do with their life. So, um, yeah. you know, making nests and making young is kind of part of what they're all about. Um, the hard thing is that they have selected a nesting site that is inconvenient for the humans in the home. And I don't blame right. you for that. But it's, it's going to be a real trick in trying to convince these birds to go elsewhere because they've got shelter, you know, they're, they're away from the elements, and that may be a very favorable spot for them. So the biggest thing is the nesting site, um, you know, needs to be unfavorable. So if there's ways you can kind of block off access to where they have the nest being built, um, but I know folks that have tried removing nests repeatedly, trying to get these babies to try to go somewhere else, and once they find a spot they like, it is very challenging. So you really have to kind of make that area unattractive for the wild birds to settle in there. Um, so I, I don't know what you've tried so far in that, that realm. I just try to get rid of the nest before they, you know, the, you know they lay their youngins. You know, mm-hmm. they, I try to get rid of them. I don't try to mess with them when they, when they, you know, when they lay their youngins because, you know, I'm a, I like animals too, and I don't sure. want to, you know, dispose of, you know, animals that not, have been born yet so exactly yeah and and definitely mother nature has a bigger plan here so the big thing is when you don't have an active nest i'd really work on blocking off the access to those um maybe corners areas that you can either put some chicken wire up where they may not be able to get through and the challenge is these are little birds so you have to find the the small enough gauge that you can do that but but you can um but boy these guys they are just all about the breeding so um you will have some work on your hands there to keep those those birds from settling in there um but you said they're they're dive bombing you too right right you know they you know when i go in when i come in from the carport they uh they they go out they make a make a circle out uh, you know out in the yard and then they come mm-hmm. in the carport and just keep on making a circle until i go in back in the house or i 
you know, try to take cover, <laughs> you know. And yeah, you get your own vision of the birds, the movie going on there. <laughs> so, yikes. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd say give that some efforts and see if that will help make those babies decide to go somewhere else. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you, you know, you trying to take the natural way and give those birds a chance to survive on their own. So, bird lovers... Hold the phones. He's he's on our side. <laughs> this is Dr. Debbie for Animal Radio at one 405 8405 Stacy Cohen, what are you working on? Well, you know that gum, icebreakers gum? It always tastes good as soon as you bite into it. Oh, well, yeah. it's good for you, but it's not good for your dog. It's got something called xylitol in it. And vets have issued a warning about this sweetener that could pose a danger to dogs. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Let's hit the phones. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Clyde Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. I'm Hal Abrams. Judy Francis is answering your calls right now at 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, pet travel expert Susan Sims, animal communicator Joy Turner, and groomer Joey Volani, as well as Dr. Debbie. Groomer Joey Volani today still has his brace on. You going to get that off soon? You know what? I hope so. Um... I take it off, you know, I, I take it off, um, a little bit each day, but, um, the, the hand still gets a little bit of, it's a little bit of pain. Not much. Though. I'm going to say I'm about 90% there. I have empathy pains just looking at you wearing that. Yeah, I'm sure you do, Hal. I'm sure you do. Yeah. What's your tip going to be about today? It's about, um, it's about old dogs and making them healthy so I can groom their luscious, beautiful coats. With my bad hand. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, you ever woke up the next morning and go, oh, I was dog drunk. Never. <laughs> well, you know what? In Manhattan, they're having a problem with that. People are buying dogs when they're drunk, and then they want to return the puppies uh, after they wake up and sober up and realize what they've done. And they're going to try and put a stop to that. I'll tell you more about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Let's hit the phones right now. Hi, Hi Emily. Hi. Welcome to the show. I have Dr. Debbie right here for you. Okay. Hi, hey. Debbie. Hi. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Thank you. How's it going with you? Awesome. Awesome. What kind okay. of critters you got there with you? Okay. Well, I have a dog. He's a Welsh Springer Spaniel. And what actually happened is um, he was eating Purina for a really long time, and I started to see, like, maybe had a food allergy come from it. Uh-huh. So I switched his food to wellness, and once I did that, like, it better but then it like came back it was like and then when i went to get him his vaccinations yearly they told me that it was a staph infection when i asked the vet like what was it so they gave me medication for it and the medication didn't work so we took him to a vet and the vet gave him this medication that gave him a very small seizure Ooh, what medicine was that i don't know anymore it was like i don't know i just like it was just a panic emotion i just threw it out and didn't look back on it okay so I don't know what's yeah. wrong with him. Okay. And so he's having, what What exactly is he having on his skin? Are you seeing sores? Is he itchy? Well, yeah. On the, on the, underneath his stomach, he has like um, big old like scabs, it looks like. 
Mm, like, okay. It, it, and it's not itching him on the bottom because he can't itch it down there, but he has them on his back, too. Not scabs, but more like dandruff dry spots on his back. Okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, so right. I need to know, like... Yeah, now, he was on an antibiotic, and when he was on that, did that get any better? Um, no. Okay. No. All righty. Well, I mean, definitely what you're describing, when we have kind of what looks like a crusty thing on the underbelly mm-hmm. of a dog where um, it's sometimes circular looking, it's red, the hair kind of falls out, and the skin will be kind of red in a round spot. A lot of people ask, oh, my gosh, I think my dog's got ringworm. Right. But in many cases, it, it, this can actually be a typical appearance for staph infection. So it mm-hmm. sounds like I would kind of be heading down that same route of what the vets were telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenge is that staph infections are typically a secondary problem problem. So um, there are some rare cases where they can have primary um, staph infections, and that's just the only thing that they have. But usually there's something tacking along, either food allergy, uh, Mm -hmm. seasonal allergies, some pets Mm -hmm. with thyroid problems. um, It's not unheard of. So those kind of things, you know, if we're not evaluating for those underlying problems, we may see a failure in therapy. So that might be one other thing to investigate and look into a little bit further, see if your Mm -hmm. pet maybe needs to be screened for thyroid disease. Um, You know, and for me, I love to get samples from that skin because um, it may look like staph, but it's always a, a good way to confirm that we're not missing something um, by getting a little uh, impression smear where we take a kind of a slide and we push it up against one of those icky spots and we look under the microscope. Um, If we see a lot of staph organisms, then we know, okay, we got the right direction. We know where we're going. Let's pick some antibiotics that are appropriate for staph. And if we don't see improvement with those antibiotics, and fortunately for the average staph, they're pretty responsive um, to simple things like cephalosporins and amoxicillin-based antibiotics. But there is that whole category of resistant staph organisms out there. So um, it wouldn't be a crazy thing to say, oh, my gosh, maybe we should culture one of these spots and make sure we don't have a resistant bacterial organism before mm-hmm. you get going on long-term medicines. And, and it does bother me that you said your pet seizured on a medicine right. because... Um, uh, we want to know, you know, what that is, and then so we can avoid that. Um, right. There are certainly some potentials that we can have that side effect with any medicine. Um, right. I tend to see it more with things like antihistamines, sometimes right. social seizure after Benadryl. Right. Well, um, they did ask me to give him that, too, like a, a half a Benadryl. So oh, they okay. said it was okay to mix it with that drug because I asked them, like, should I just be giving him this medication and not? the Benadryl, they were like, it's okay okay, because it it should be able to mesh well within his blood system and everything. And I only did it once, and we were still giving him the medication, and like Mm -hmm. maybe three or four days after, he had like a small seizure. Okay. And they rushed him to the vet, because I wasn't here, I was at work, and... Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'd say at this point, you know, I'd be cautious with what antibiotics and medicines we might use, but I think the better diagnosis, the more complete diagnosis we get, then we can try to avoid things and kind of just picking things off the shelf to try. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that would be one of the most important messages I'd share with you, Emily, is that the more info we can get off of what is going on on his skin, then Mm -hmm. we can hopefully avoid those side effects. And and I am a 
huge fan of topical therapy with bacterial infections in dogs. There's a lot of things you can do. Um, one of my favorite type of products is the um, the higher percentage chlorhexidine shampoos. Um, there's a 4% chlorhexidine. Chlorhexidine is kind of like an antiseptic that we use for surgical scrubs, actually. Um, but it's very useful in killing yeast and bacteria. Um, and you can find that in shampoos or sprays. Yes, um, she gave me a shampoo, and she also gave me an, uh, uh, it says Animax ointment. It sounds like you got a lot of the right tools, but it does feel like somehow um, I'm, I'm missing something in the puzzle here. And I, I, gosh, I wish I could look through the radio line to see um, <laughs> what we're looking like. But I would definitely say I would be very motivated to get a little bit more sampling from his skin. Okay. Um, because what they're suggesting is a pretty good t- uh, typical approach for staph dermatitis, if that's all we've got going on. Um, so, um, you know, but some of these doggies, they need long-term therapy. We may need to right. be on antibiotics for three weeks, six weeks weeks, even mm-hmm. longer, believe it. Right. So um, don't lose heart. Um, so, right. And I'm wondering if it's when I take them to the groomers, if they're using maybe a dirty razor that caused them to get it because he's never had it and he's six. These stuff mm-hmm. are just developing now that he turned six. Yeah. And, you know, we can see pets that after their groom can have some irritation and, and potentially get infection, but it's usually yeah. short-lived. It doesn't typically kind of stick with them. I, I would be very suspicious your baby's got a little bit of something underlying going and his okay. skin defenses aren't kind of what maybe the average dog would be. Right. Um, he is an so. in-house dog. He doesn't go outside unless we go outside exercise and stuff and then he comes back in. All right, Emily. Well, we've got some work to do, definitely. So I'd say let's get some a little bit more picture of what's going on on that skin surface. And um, uh, and I think if we use a little bit more combined approach, topical therapy, oral therapy, just finding the right thing that we're comfortable, that's not going to create negative side effects for his baby. Okay, Thank so you for your call. Thank you so much. Take care. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners. SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. 
Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. Hi, this is Dean Koontz on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, standing right next to me now. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing great. Just a little bit feel myself like, you know, a really bit because, uh, you know, after training crazy dogs all day yesterday, uh-huh. you know, very tired. I need vacation soon. Yeah, you know, you work, you're like one of the hardest-working dog trainers that I know. And by the way, if you want to email Vlade, you can email him at Vlade, V-L-A-D-A-E, at AnimalRadio.com. All of our email addresses are over there, and you can ask him, if you live in L.A., he could be your trainer. Southern California, yes. he said, you can contact him through that uh, email address. Right now, he's answering your questions. We have Stephanie on the phone. Hey, Steph, how you doing? Do you mind if Hello. I call you, Steph? how are you? I'm doing fine. Where are you? Uh, right now, I'm coming into Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, that sounds nice. Is it hot there, too? It's nice. Just right it's for not, you. It's not hot. It's very nice over here. Okay. Well, I have, uh, Vlade here, I understand you have a reserved collie? Yes. What's going on? Well, he's about eight months old, and we've just gotten him. Uh, he was raised by a uh, a gal who does show. So he walks beside you, but he's Velcroed to your leg. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, when I go to play with him, he just looks at me like I'm crazy. Like, yeah, right, lady. <laughs> and uh, I was just wondering how I could loosen him up he listens he answers to his name um, Stephanie, Stephanie, this is the Vlad- Stephanie, this is the Vladi first let me pick up uh, the microphone and take the charge in my hands are you a truck driver? yes wonderful, wonderful uh, and um, just let's cut to the meat so what is the problem? What do you, don't you, like? I'm like I don't know. Sometimes I feel myself like I'm like represent psychic hotline or you know, Doctor Feel of the dog training or something in between. But uh, you know, I try to figure out some, sometimes the things without seeing that, and I always call it like behavioral diseases, and would be nice to see them. But in a lot of cases, because um, from my international experience, doing it for th- now thirty probably two years already, you know, time flies so fast, and five countries around the world, it's becoming such easy for me because they are repeating. There is no unique situations. So let's we just try to help you out quickly and easily. Just please be concisive, and uh, I will try to pull out of your information um, like a KGB, just in the, in the answer in the short sounds bite. That, uh, that, that thing will be okay. able to really embrace the picture from different angles. So how old is your dog? Quick. He's eight months old. Oh, okay. So baby still. Okay. Uh, did you raise that or you adopted it? 
No, I've just gotten him about two weeks ago. What? So the new dog. Okay. So what the problem? You what don't you like about your dog? Uh, he's just kind of standoffish. He does not. Uh, my other dogs are very happy to. See. I mean, he's not that he's not happy to see us. He's just uh, he's just not sure of us. He's not exactly, finished. because you don't He's have too up. much bonding. You don't have too much bonding exactly. here. Exactly. Okay, and those breeds, they are, by nature, they are not Democrats, they are not Republicans. They are very independent. And uh, they don't take anything on the face value. Uh, they are very manipulative. You know what the manipulative means? It's wife learns to do it eventually if she's successful, but that's topic for another show. Well, you know, the husband could learn that, too. I'm a pretty manipulative husband, I'll tell you that. Oh, you know, come on, hell. In America, happy wife, happy life. That's okay. the husband, because, you know, okay. I always tell my clients, you know, you're lucky you have American husband. You don't want to have European husband. Okay. Yes. Uh, we can talk about it another way. <laughs> I, love, I love that topic, too. Okay, I'm like Dr. Phil of the dog training. So let's talk about your situation. Okay, so again, so you, you're asking me right now how to increase the bond between you and your dog. Am I right? Or yes. I, can do, I can go through that and give me a one behavior problem you want to fix quickly. I'm guessing it's uh, that Velcro thing, him, him yeah, always sticking next to your leg, huh? No, I want to yeah, have I mean, put it, put it in the shop. Like right close to you and you nearly fall over him. He does not uh, step away from you, which I understand that's some of the training that he's received to do show, but, um, you know, how do, how do I loosen that up? He's just so he, very he's serious. Constantly wants to, he constantly wants to, uh, to, to, to be close to you? I'm just not getting uh, this problem. Uh, could you put it in yeah, the plain English? Like, yes, he will not um, walk away like other dogs go and sniff and check things out and everything. He's like, because he's been trained for the show ring, that he is like right there by your leg. Yeah, first, number one, uh, millions uh, pet owners will be jealous to you. I just would like to let you know for this <laughs> yeah. behavior. But because for the rest of the, as a matter of fact, I've trained dogs to, to do exactly the same thing because they all, they, they, they do vice versa. So you're lucky on that. It's a, such a, you know, right now I would not, I can tell you how to stop it, but I would not suggest it at this point of, in time okay. because you wanna, you wanna create the bonding right now. And I don't want yes. you to create any negativity, any negati neg negative emotions right now on your part will create negativities uh, on your future relationship. Here is what I would do to do soft transition. I would invest some money in the crate, and if you're a truck driver, I would not allow that dog sitting too close to me. Uh, I mean, uh, she will be close to me, but not touching me all the time. You basically t tell your dog, take your paw out of my body. Okay? So you got to okay. put this... Yeah, and I would get this really inexpensive, like, uh, uh, from the cloth, like, uh, from transportation type of the crate, uh, crate. You can pick it up from any pet store. And, uh, this is what I'm going to do. And now, to increase the, uh, bonding, uh, every time when I stop, I will get my dog out of this crate. I will bring my dog outside. I will definitely give him something delicious treats. 
Okay. Okay. If you if you visiting animal radio online store, you will see what we recommend. We have a really really upscale treats. The dogs will betray its own mother for yes. those treats. Okay, so that's what I want to do. Now, our treats, which we recommend, comes from the special cellophane bag, which you make the noise he knows, like Pavlov dog. Oh, this is the gel- delicious ki- uh, things comes from my mommy. Okay, exactly. Thank okay. you, Hel. So I would also do a little bit uh, working with my dog, because you have a working breed. Uh, I would do color and leash and put the color and leash, and a little bit, let's go sit, stay. Of course, I would use the, I would not use any compulsion at this point. I would use just treats, do very nice obedience training. Remember, people, sleeping together, working together, eating together, for instance, create the social bond. For instance, you stop by uh, and you have a, your sandwich for yourself. Don't give your sandwich to your dog, but give the same treats or something delicious to your dog. Make sure while you're eating, your dog is eating. Eating okay. together, sleeping together, playing together or working together, create social bond. Sounds like for the humans. So th- those three things will really help. Now, my dear, if I, I just want you get, um, you know, all positive impression about this conversation and useful solutions. You do these things for two weeks. After two weeks, you will be, have a good bond. And after that, if your if your puppy, if your dog still wants to chase you around like a laser beam, here's the quick solution. Um, uh, get the product by name Pet Convincer. Pet Convincer. Uh, this is emit spray of sound and air, like a pss, like this. And at any time he touch you, just momentarily act like typical American girl would act. Don't touch, don't harass. I will sue you. Pss. <laughs> what okay. hell? A Russian government told us before we immigrate, don't touch American girls, they will sue you. But Americans' <laughs> boys told me that was Russian propaganda. American girls wants to be touched, so I was confused. <laughs> so anyway, this is what it is. You push the button, the com- uh, air comes out like a snake, and the dog will stay away from you from that time. You say, good girl, good boy, just be around and be done with that. But don't do it for one, at least two weeks. Okay. Give it okay. some time to okay. bond there. You two need a lot of a lot of bonding. Even though he's he's hooked to your leg right now, I understand that. We yeah. have a dog like that too. Ladybug's a little bit like that, isn't she? Oh, a little bit. A little She's bit. gotten a lot better. She's okay. gotten better, so it can happen. Thank you, Steph, for your call today. One eight six six. Taking my call. Four zero five eight four zero five. Judy's screening your calls right now. She's trying to figure out if you want to talk to Doctor Debbie. Our groomer, Joey Villani, animal communicator, Joey Turner, or our pet travel expert, Susan Sims, or even Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Who, by the way, it takes like three months to get an appointment with him. Mm-hmm. You'll get through right now. Talk to him. It's all brought to you by Pet Stay, a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends available at Flamingo, Bally's, Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet Stay includes the food and the water dish and the sleeping mat, dog treats and specialty room service menu. You can find out all more. At Caesars.com slash Vegas, And let's say we're heading out to Vegas today. What have they got going on? Let's go. Yeah. You're not going to believe this. When I saw this this morning, I was like, is this guy still alive? <laughs> Engelbert Humperdinck, tonight. Still performing, huh? Through July, t- tonight and tomorrow night. Only. And I bet he still sells out. Yeah. Get this. Tickets start at $132, and they top out at $506. That's how much of a legend this guy is, ladies and gentlemen, at the Paris Theater. He's uh, sold over 150 million records. 
My mom was a what big fan. What does he sing? He's moved with the generations. And really? he's, he's one of those people, like, his last song was Lesbian Seagull for the Beavis and Butthead movie. You're kidding. Which, yeah, this is. Okay. And some older people might know that he opened for groups like Jimi Hendrix and he's the Carpenters. forever. And uh, you can check him out tonight at the Paris Theater. And bring your dog, not to the show, but to the hotel, courtesy of Pets Day. And they're sponsoring Animal Radio. Thanks, guys. Engelbert Humperdinck, born in 1936. That makes him... Was he? 75 years old, 75 years old, and still singing. Wow, it's still out there. If I'm still doing this at 75, someone please euthanize me. Hey. <laughs> well, we got the veterinarian on the show. She can handle it. Seriously, that should make it pretty easy, huh? What are you going to be talking about today, Joey Volani? You know, I figure this is a good one. Um, beauty isn't only skin deep, whatever I'm going to call it. It's for the older dogs and what to do to keep them looking young. Because you know, grooming just isn't isn't you know coat. You gotta you gotta take care of it to get it to a certain place to make it look good, right? Right, absolutely. I figure, hey, my sponsor's a senior pet product, so what more can be better than this? That's coming up right here on Animal Radio. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <coughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. How much is that doggy in the window? Well, it's not for sale if you're a little tipsy. Pet stores in the West Village section of Manhattan, they're starting to crack down on prospective puppy owners who come into their stores drunk. Workers at Le Petit Puppy on Christopher Street told the New York Daily News that since their shop is surrounded by bars, too often people come in and they're completely intoxicated. They fawn over the puppies and then they try and buy one. Kind of like when you're hanging out at the bars and you're completely fawning over this girl because you're drunk and then you bring her home and you wake up and you go, whoa, what did I just do? Or the girl says that. Anyway, you have to figure out how to get rid of them, and you just can't take them back. It'd be nice if you could just place them back on that bar stool, but it doesn't always work that way. Anyway, on several occasions, I got off track. These people wake up the next day, they're sober, and they do have buyer's remorse. They come back, and they want to return the dog. Well, several pet stores in the area are now refusing to sell dogs to customers who might appear drunk or intoxicated, saying acquiring a pet is a major lifestyle decision, and it should be made with sound judgment. Well, as long as we're talking about drinking, how about animal wine? Kangaroos, cows, penguins, lizards, and loons. Notice all the cute critters that adorn wine bottles these days? It's not an accident. Research shows that Americans are 40% more likely to buy a bottle with an animal-branded label compared to a straightforward one. Well, researchers at the University of Kiel in Kiel, Germany, recently published a groundbreaking study that shares the first attempt of developing a less invasive way of tracking dolphins for long-term behavioral research. Contrary to current research methods, they require the use of harmful pins or less reliable suction cups. The results of this new study relied heavily on computational fluid dynamics, visualization software. It's from a company called TechPlot. 
and it supports the theory that a properly designed hydrodynamic tag would remain securely attached to the dorsal fin for a longer period of time. That would minimize the drag on the dolphin's body and allow the animal to propel itself naturally through the water. Well, with the development of this CFD visualization tool, like the TechPlot 360, researchers are able to expand the limits of marine mammal science and really help fully realize a future of humane and safe animal research that will hopefully lead to many more discoveries down the road. And there's another victory for the pit bull. Just a day after the vicious dog ordinance heated up Toledo, Ohio City Council, Ohio House Assistant Minority Rep, and the Ohio House are attempting to alter a similar state legislation. If passed, House Bill 14 will remove pit bulls from the definition of vicious dog. That was a 1987 law. What they want to do is maintain strong guidelines for dangerous dogs and educate the public about pet ownership. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Guido says I I don't say the phone numbers slow enough, but there there they are. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. You see, if you listen on XM, the phone numbers are right there in front of you. Oh, displayed, yeah. But if you're listening on one of the one hundred affiliates, then uh, you might not have the numbers right there in front of you. It's one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the dream team. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani still wearing his. Uh, Brace today. Animal communicator Joy Turner with us, as well as Susan Sims and Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. And here it is, the tip of the week, brought to you by Senior Pet Products. They've streamlined their list of available products. They've reworked a search bar, making ordering a breeze. Plus, you get that 25% discount. Now, listen up. If you're getting any kind of animal product, you'll want to look at seniorpetproducts.com first. Say you're getting a flea medication, some advantage could cost $50, $60 at uh, the big box stores. Get 25% off That's by putting great. SAVE25 in the promo code box. Now, you're not going to find that promo code anywhere on the Internet. I'm telling it to you now. It's SAVE25. Put it in right next to the Animal Radio logo at SeniorPetProducts.com, and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. What a deal. SeniorPetProducts.com. And, of course, they bring us Joey Villani with our tip of the week. 
So, listen, I had um, a client in this week. Um, dog's name is Muffy. Muffy Yard. And <laughs> Muffy Yard, Muffy, isn't that a great name? Muffy Yard is the um, Yorkshire Terrier that um, is um, 12 years old that looks unbelievable. Has full coat, has great teeth, and um, Mrs. Yard works on. So I figured, you know what, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, I'm pretty lucky because um, I'm, I'm not a veterinarian, but I got a lot of veterinarians that, that, that are on the team, and, and they tell me a lot about nutrition and how, what it does with, um, with coats. And that's also going to dictate how the grooming is. I cannot make your dog look good unless you have healthy coat. So what veterinarians were telling me is that the age of, of four on large dogs and the age of seven on small breeds is you really got to start making sure that the dog is getting proper nutrition. So the first thing you want to do is you want to go out there and you want to make sure that you're on a good quality dog food. Okay, so go to your pet store and make sure you're on something that, that's not just full of fillers, that starts with um, with either chicken or lamb or beef, okay, and read the label and know your food. Now, it doesn't have to be expensive. There's a lot of foods out there that you can give your pet because a lot of people say, well, you know what, this is going to be pretty expensive, and um, it's, it's difficult for me to do that. But that's not true. There's a lot of foods out there that independent companies that aren't that expensive. The other thing is, and something that we talk about on, on Animal Radio all the time, get the tooth gels. If your dog just had a dentistry, use these tooth gels, and what they'll do is they'll keep the dog's teeth pearly white, which will also keep them healthy. Make sure your dog's ears are always clean. Make sure their nails are cut short because on older dogs, when they got long nails and they're walking on them, it makes them lame. It makes them walk funny. It actually changes the way the bones in, in, their, in, in their feet actually are. It, it actually, um, it, it, it can make a dog that was very, um, vibrant crippled. Matter of fact, I even give my dog supplements that have, have, Taken two years off of their life, wow. they act different. As your you, dog is getting, you don't mean older. two years off of their life. You mean two years to their two life. years on. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Right. I, they it added two years to their life easily just by seeing how they respond. By doing all this, what that's going to do is going to give you vibrant coat. So now I can give your dog a great haircut. So I have a dog that 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 was looking older, that's now looking younger, feeling younger, and everything about it makes it look better. Feel better, more longevity, and you have a pet that that is acting the same as he did when he was two years old as when he's 12. And that's what this dog is. This dog is 12 years old, and it acts like a young dog. And, and that's because she has taken the time to make sure he eats properly, make sure that the, that the um, teeth are taken care of, make sure the nails are taken care of, and make sure that the ears are clean. And then, of course, um, routine checkups at the veterinarian at least once every six months. Okay, so this isn't really a grooming tip per se, but it's it's a tip that I can make your dog look wonderful mm. once he once once they're healthy, and then the grooming is going to be a breeze. Very good, Joey. That makes Bologna. sense. It makes a lot of sense to me because you, and you know what, most of the things that I talked about, you yeah. can go on senior pet products and you can buy them. Yeah, and get a twenty five percent discount. Shopping. I'm telling you. By the way, I wanted to mention a new page at our website, which uh, features Joy Villani's waterless shampoo. And uh, not a lot of you knew about this. Now you do. There's a waterless shampoo. This is great for cats. We use it on our cats because, <laughs> frankly, they don't like water, like most cats. And uh, just check out the website. There's a link from the front page for Joey Villani products over there. Very proud of you, big guy. There you go. Thank you.
Dr. Debbie, she seems a little ticked off today. She came in uh, ranting and raving. Craigslist, Craigslist. Uh, oh, Craigslist. Wait, can we, can we bash any one particular internet? You know, uh, uh, <laughs> can we just say that internet purchased uh, animals? How okay. about that? Okay, internet purchased animals. You have a problem with that. I do. I, you know what? I, just the other day, we had a very sad story of someone who bought a one-year-old ferret um, on the internet um, through Craigslist and, um, you know, brought it in within a few days of having it. And, well, it was at least four years old. It wasn't in good health. Ah. We had several medical problems. And they were just kind of dumbfounded that, you know, because they were told a very different story. Wow. So, you know, this happened. I see this all the time. A dog comes in looking like a dachshund and a Yorkie cross, and they have papers, and they bought it on the Internet and saying, oh, I got a purebred. Oh, I can pretty much tell that one wasn't a purebred. So the buyer beware. When you cannot see the animal, um, just exercise extreme caution. Um, if people offer... Uh, uh, warranties or give you an opportunity to have the pet examined at the vet, that would be an ideal situation before you cough up the cash and uh, uh, get that pet into your heart and your home um, before you find out it has something you don't want. Okay, so today we've learned two things. We learned, number one, don't buy your puppy drunk, and number two, don't buy your puppy <laughs> from the internet, and especially don't go on the internet drunk and buy your puppy. Oh. We don't want you to do that. Oh. <laughs> Listen, if you want to communicate with any one of us the whole week long, you can do that. Your voice at AnimalRadio.com is our email address. We can also join us in conversation on our Facebook page or our Twitter. And, of course, at AnimalRadio.com. Our toll-free lines are open all week long, so if you have a question and you're like thinking Wednesday, you have a question. That, I wish I could call that Animal Radio Show. You can call on Wednesday to our toll-free numbers, same numbers I've been giving out during the show, which Guido has told me to speak slower and say is 1-866-405-8405. And can I comment on that? Yes. When you leave your phone number, yes. please speak slowly yes. and repeat it. People leave messages. Yes, I got a question about my dog. My phone number is 436-8407. Judy has to (laughs) decipher decipher that. that. So please say it slowly and please repeat it. We've got plenty of time on the machine. So go ahead and uh, tell us your questions. Whatever you need, we'll get back in touch with you and get some answers for you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Are you ready to do something about your high credit card debt? Tired of paying double-digit interest rates, late fees, over-limit fees? It's time to stop the madness. Get out of debt the safe and affordable way with Credit Card Relief. With Credit Card Relief, there are no upfront fees, no monthly maintenance fees, and no settlement fees. You don't pay anything until a debt is settled, all with a 90-day money-back guarantee. That's Credit Card Relief. Managed by local attorneys in-state with workout plans tailored to your debt situation. Get out of debt in months instead of years, all while saving thousands in future bank fees. Call the original credit card relief, where the consultation is free and the results are real. 
Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief. 866-800-5252. You're listening to Animal Radio. Free 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone in the Dream Team. Up next for Animal Communicator Joy Turner, we have Dio. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Yes, you are. It's Dio. Dio. I've never heard of that before. I know. I mean, Joy Rises. It's Nigerian. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're on with Animal Communicator Joy Turner. Hi. I have a question. Okay, hopefully you're able to um, feel this. I'm not for sure or not. But um, I just gave up my dog. His name was Brownie on Wednesday. I wanted to know if he knew that we loved him, me and my daughter. Explain to me what you mean by gave up. Well, I gave him to, it was an animal shelter. And what they do is they go around and try to uh, get um, people to adopt the, the dogs and the animals. And why did you do that? Well, I did it because I really couldn't afford um, the extra. I live in an apartment, so it was like $150 extra for a dog, and I couldn't afford that. Okay. And so that's why I had to um, I had to let him go. And plus, I just thought that maybe he needed a, maybe a better um, home because we were not home as much, and he couldn't run and play like a little dog should. So I was hoping that okay. he would find a, maybe a better home. Okay, um, Brownie says to tell you that he understood you were doing this out of the kindness of your heart. He thinks he had a good home. He knew where he was coming when he came to you, but he can appreciate the fact that you thought you could not give him a good enough home. Mm-hmm. And he said, does that answer your question? Yes. <laughs> yes, I wonder if he's happy. Is he all right? I hope so. He said, well, he thinks he's going to be. He feels to me like he's still at the shelter. Yeah. I don't think he's he been adopted is. yet. He's not crazy about the shelter. He does want to tell you that. Oh, Lord. Okay. That's not a place he really wants to be. But if he says once he gets his new home, then he thinks they'll probably choose a really good place for him. Okay. That's, that's what I want to hear. Because uh, you always want to know if they're going to be in a good home. That was my only issue. I wanted to make sure he had a good home. Absolutely. And do you know that that the shelter is a no-kill shelter? You know what? I thought it was, but she told me that um, when I got there, I said, you are a no-kill shelter, because I I had Googled it, and that popped up. But what she said is she uh, would not take him if um, she was just going to kill him. She said that he's a lovable dog, and she doesn't think that um, Brownie would have a problem getting a home. Okay. You might want to, just for his own peace of mind, because he feels insecure there, you Hmm. might want to, if you can do this, tell them that if he doesn't get adopted, you will take him back and then look for a different place to help find a new home for him. Okay. Okay. I will. Oh, Lord. That's that's a lot. (laughs) That that makes me feel kind of sad that he feels that way. Okay. Well, Well, that... 
that puts everything in perspective for me. Yeah, I hope that answers some questions, Dio. Thank you for your call today. Have a great weekend. You too. Take care. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio, baby. You know, a few minutes ago we were talking about dog bites. It's an epidemic in America, isn't it, Bloody? It is, it is. And uh, we have about 5 million dog bites in this country alone. Dogs bites Americans more than any other nation in the world. And uh, going to the emergency after dog bites is the second leading cause. Wow. And, uh, yeah, going to the emergency. And I got to tell you. Uh, my friends, if I were dog, I would bite Americans too. Really? And you know why? Why? Uh, because if you treat me, guys, as the human, I will treat you back as the dog. If I were the dog, that's the that's that's the law of canine culture. Dogs very easily confuse American kindness for weakness. Once Americans shows the weakness, dog shows the strength. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Lori. Hi, Lori. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you today? Splendid. Where are you calling from? I am a truck driver, and right now I'm going uh, through Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. Lori, do you like do you like our show? Oh yeah, I listened to it um, last week, and it was marvelous. Me. I'm addicted. Oh, you are addicted. So, yeah. do you like the Vladi? Oh, I sure do, and I'm hoping you can help me out with my dog problem. Okay, I will do, but just stay, so everybody, so right now millions of people listen to you. Say, I love Lottie. I love Lottie. Thank you. Now you can give me a question. I'll give you an answer. <laughs> what? It's a Russian bribe. It's a piola. It's a Russian way. Go ahead. Yes. Okay, I, uh, um, I rescued a little dog. He was about six months old, and um, God bless I, had him, I had him neutered and, and got him back to health. And my question is, he's now four, uh, and I just don't understand why he's always wanting to hump other male dogs. So he has a sexual, uh, he is a, uh, wrong, has a wrong orientation, or he does it for the males or for females? For, for whom? I'm just curious. I, 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 I don't know. Is there such thing as a gay dog? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No, yeah. <laughs> No, so he's humping female or male? Come on. Or every dog. And that's all he wants is a male dog. He's humping males. He's humping males. Okay. Okay, guys. <laughs> okay. Um, I never heard about I mean, sometimes sometimes, sometimes people tell you about gays and the dog culture and such. And such. I don't believe in that type of the thing. I believe... Yeah, I believe it's uh, about uh, two things. About like in the human pack, social overactivities, uh, in the social excuse me, sexual overactivities, and second, just sometimes has nothing to do to the sexuality and has to do to the dominance. So what I would do in this situation, uh, first of all, I would definitely address the cause, and after that, I would definitely uh, deal with the symptoms. Uh, what I would do if I were you, I would enroll him in the good class of the dog training. I would not yeah. do the private training in your situation. Um, I would do strict, find good, great, like conventional way of the dog training, like conventional trainers, check dog 
pro.org in your area, dog, pro.org, and uh, get a good trainer who would uh, do the great classes in your area. So you're going to kill two birds with one stone. Number one, it's a Russian expression. Sorry, hell, sorry, Julie. So uh, number one, one bird would be you establishing your self-control over your dog. Number two, you will expose him to a lot of dogs and uh, you will establish self-control. A lot of times my clients say, well, you know, Vladi, the dogs behave, but there is never dogs. The dogs have certain instincts. Nothing you can do about that, especially when sexual instincts. Excuse me, people, I also have a sexual instincts. When I walk down the street and I, I have a, I see the beautiful woman down the street, you know what, I want to jump on her too, but I have self-control. So your dog must have self-control too. So the obedience training, there is nothing you can do yourself enroll in the classes, in the group classes and that's that is going to happen your dog will be around a group of the dogs but he cannot do anything because he will be corrected and he will used to be around another dogs, males or females without anything doing in return, it's like with the man being on the neuter, nude, neuter beach you know, and in the, be- in the nude beach, nude nude beach. beach yes, okay. in the beginning is <laughs> <laughs> And after that, it's nothing. It's just nothing. So, and after that, when you do this, I would give you, give you my secret, uh, for success to stop him from jumping as far as giving you aspirin for this headache. You can use the objects flying through the air as far as shaking can or mystical acoustic bag with the very tiny, very little, uh, which now you have to toss at the dog's shoulder blade as you make the noise. Ah, boom, like tap on the shoulder. Hey! What what you doing here? Um, you can see how to do that from my uh, online video. It's nothing is cruelty involved. It's not tossing on the dog's stones, or it's a very it's a duplicating way how the dog snapping each other by the shoulder blade. That's we just using the items like uh, like transferable teeth. Um, so it's, it sounds easy. It's not. Just look at that. Or like I said, CO2 a tire inflator. Any bicycle store has it. It's gonna be very easy for you because you are the truck driver you push the button it's emit you know that that type of the uh, reaction and you're not going to be scared and jumps back and you say good boy and praise him and you know what he will try to hump another man excuse me male (laughs) five times and five times you need to stop it and if you win five consecutive battles and this issue. You will win the war on that issue. Hold on, Lori. We're going to get you one of uh, Vladi's DVDs, which anyone can get. (laughs) Vladi's talking a little bit of Russian. Did you have some vodka, hell? (laughs) I sent you a couple of bottles yesterday, uh, one week ago. I guess you try. Don't do it uh, at your work. Even in Russia, we never drink the vodka as we work. Uh, Unless you're not trained well. Uh, well, I train well. I have vodka right now, but I train well. For me, it's nothing. You wouldn't even notice. I know. I noticed, of course because you can't even connect two words today. <laughs> How long have I been in the business? Well, Lori, we're going to send you one of the DVDs that Vladi has put together. And, of course, we link to everything that you hear on today's show at AnimalRadio.com. How's that, Vladi? That's awesome. Thank you. Good boy. Good boy. Time has flown by again, and we need to head on out of here. one 405 8405 That phone number is open all week long. 
long, as well as uh, email. You can email each and every one of us directly from the website at animalradio.com. Check out the website if you haven't seen it yet, or friend us on Facebook. Uh, We'll catch you back here for more Animal Radio next week. This is Animal Radio Network.